Welcome to Is This Legal? Here are your hosts, attorneys Colin McCallum and Russell Evans. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Is This Legal? I'm Russell Hebbets here with my partner Colin McCallan. Hello. And and today, you know, we've done some kind of heavier, more legally technical topics in the past, and I want to kind of lighten it up this time. So I want to start off, Colin. You want to hear a joke? I do. All right. So there's a little kid walking through the woods with a clown, and it's starting to get late. And the kid looks up the clown and says, "Hey, you know, I'm I'm starting to get, to get a little scared. It's getting dark." And I'm just getting worried. And the clown says, you're scared. How about me? I have to walk home alone after this. <laughs> so so that, that segues perfectly into our topic, which is the great clown panic of 2016. These clowns, they have apparently taken over the country. If you are to pay attention to any any source of mainstream media lately, right? It's, it's unbelievable. I mean... I think I was on. Uh, I was listening to NPR the other day, and there was a ten-minute story about the clowns, which really, at the end of ten minutes, told me nothing. <laughs> I listened to that story too, and uh, you know, some of you may be wondering what the clown story has to do with our "Is This Legal" podcast, and. Uh, I'm hoping by the end of the podcast, we're going to come up with an answer to that, too. Yeah, we're, I think we're going to get there. It may be a long, winding, circuitous route, but, but I think we're going to get there. So, yeah, but this is kind of an interesting topic, and sometimes we like to talk about things that are going on in the world and in, in the world today, current events. Um, but, yeah, Russ, so tell it. why don't you lay out for those of our listeners who may have been living under a rock since August, but what is going on with the clowns? So... It all started with a South Carolina case where kids from an apartment building reported that clowns at the edge of the woods, which were close to the apartment complex... And probably really spooky. Scary clowns. All of these stories... No, I mean the woods. The woods are probably spooky woods. I mean, where else would scary clowns be hanging out? <laughs> is there any? Is there anything other than spooky woods? By the way, probably not. Of course, enchanted forests, for example. But yeah, that, that's bewitched, though. That's even scarier. Now you're now you're really scaring me. Well, either way, this was deep in the woods with some scary clowns who were apparently trying to lure the kids into the woods. This story got reported, and in a matter of days. Stories and sightings. Sightings, right. I mean, I feel like we're talking about UFOs here. Sightings of scary clowns began popping up. To date, there have been reports. There have been sightings in 37 of the states. Including our own Colorado. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Colorado is is not exempt from this. Up in Fort Collins, there was a clown scare just a week or two ago. (laughs) So, but, I mean... The, the, so that's been going on, and these sightings have been increasing, and so hence the term that the media always happy to hop on a story, oh, whether there's right. a story there or not, dubbed the, uh, the clown sightings the Great Clown Panic of 2016. Right. Well, you know, honestly, if it takes the attention off this election for a little while, I think we can at least be thankful for that. I got clowns to the left of me, jokers to the right. <laughs> Here I am. <laughs> nice. We're gonna we're gonna probably pepper this podcast with a few inane references like that, right? <laughs> right. So 
we want to talk because I think where exactly in our history did clowns go from the beloved figure for kids to these creepy, menacing creatures that we're all terrified of? And I thought we would kind of maybe go back a little bit and see if we can figure out exactly uh, how clowns got creepy. Well, you, you have an idea of this, right? I have a few ideas. Um, my initial idea starts with our good old friend, John Wayne Gacy. Uh, so I, I have a feeling most of you might know a little bit about this guy. Um, some of you may not know that name at all. But John Wayne Gacy was a convicted serial killer. Uh, who operated in the state of Illinois from about 1972 to 1978. And uh, I'll tell you, if, if you read about Gacy, it, it is terrifying. I mean, the guy sounds like, he, he sounds just like a, a maniac, and I think he was a psychopath. I mean, he had a lot of mental health issues that came out in his trial, but he was convicted of 33 murders that we know of, of teenage men. So, so I mean, how, what does this have to do with clowns, Colin? Well... What, has, what it has to do with clowns is I think one of the reasons that, uh, that his story became so famous is because he was very active in his community. He was a businessman. He was politically connected. You can find a picture of him standing next to uh, the First Lady of the United States, uh, Lyndon Johnson's wife. Wow. What is her name? Mrs. Johnson. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> She's standing next to Mrs. Johnson, as we all affectionately know her. Um, but he knows, and, and, and what he would do for parties and get-togethers and conferences, he had an alter ego called Pogo the Clown. Sometimes he went by patches. And people but would hire him, right? People would hire him. And he, I mean, he was, like, people just loved the guy. He was the, he was the village clown. Um, and they had no idea that at night... He was stalking young teenage boys. His victims were usually around 16 to 21 years of age. He would take them back to his house, and he would murder them in grotesque ways, and he would put them, he would bury them in his... Uh, call his, space, right? Thank you, his call space. And, you know, he did this for a long time until he finally got caught. Um, and he ended up, after he was caught, he ended up confessing to everything, and, and he would sit down with anybody who wanted to interview him. But, um, I mean, I think that the fact is, is that his image of a serial killer was also kind of juxtaposed with his image as a clown. Right, and that, and that started a bunch of clown imagery. Right, and the funny thing is, he, he actually never used the clown costume to lure his victims. I think that, I actually was surprised when I read that. I, I just, the little that I knew about him, I thought he, that's how he did it. But no, that, he, that was just a side thing. But it certainly... You know, it, it was. I think the clown is a metaphor for him masking his inner darkness. Right. Yeah. Right. So, um, anyway, so that was John Wayne Gacy, and I encourage you to read about him if you want to stay up all if, night. Yeah. If you, if you want to be, if you want to really terrify yourself, right. please. Um, so then that was. So he gets convicted in uh, 1980. So 1984 rolls around, and Stephen King's It comes out. Now, which for anyone who hasn't read that book, that is a very scary, very good horror book. Yeah, you know, I, I and I actually somewhat quibble with the notion that it's a horror book. It, it is a it is a great book. It is a great work of literature. I the character development in that book 
War books can be great works well, of literature. Yeah, I guess I, I, if you're if you think that you're going to pick up it and read like a slasher horror book, you're not. It's it, it there is some of that, but it's it's just a really well done book. Is the point? Yeah, and, um, and scary. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, it the the antagonist of the book is this clown by the name of Pennywise. Scary clown, just just like the ones hanging out yeah. in the South Carolina woods, I'm pretty sure. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's exactly like that. <laughs> but it, and, it, and it keeps going from there. I mean, you have... Yeah, Pennywise is this... Mur- he's a murdering bastard, and he, he targets kids. Right. And that was his... And, and it's terrified generations of audiences since then. Don't see the miniseries, by the way, that they released in, I think, the early 90s. It's awful. But I just saw that they're releasing... I think it's either going to be another series or another movie. And Stephen King apparently put a stamp on it. So I'm excited about that. I'm excited to get scared all over again. Yeah, there we go. Put, put that on my list for when I want to get frightened. But what else, what else do we have in the clown mythology? Oh, I mean, there's it, it just goes on from there. I mean, you can, you can look at movies. There's a long list. I mean, killer clowns from outer space. <laughs> there, there's, probably, there's probably 20 clown scary horror slasher flicks. Um, there is... In really mainstream blockbuster movies, the most famous one is the Joker. Right. Right. Here's this. Here's this psychotic killer, this homicidal maniac who does clown gags, and it started, you know, in the Adam West Batman. Which, yeah, Caesar Romero played that guy, and he was just kind of a fun-loving goof. I don't think it was until like some of the darker Frank Moore comic books that came out, and um, the and, and the Chris, uh, Christopher Nolan. Batman movies that came out just a few years ago where Heath Ledger was the Dark Knight or not the Dark Knight he was the Joker but that's when the Joker got really scary and homicidal and kind of he, he, was, he became a psychopath alright so we, we have it pretty well established that at least since John Wayne Gacy if not sooner clowns have been in our collective consciousness as this scary could be scary kind of subversive, just malevolent force. Right. And I've, I've seen, you know, it may, may go back before that, there have actually been some studies on this. There were studies that in the U.S. seemed to show that kids inherently had a fear of clown, and they, the hypotheses are that the oversized hands and feet and noses takes it from something familiar to something grotesque. Um, but interestingly, or at least to me... <laughs> But there were studies from, like, I think Italy and Britain where there was not that inherent bias against clowns. So maybe it's something cultural with Americans. Huh. Um, maybe just people, like, see Ronald McDonald and realize, like, they don't like the uh, gut bomb they get after they eat the three-quarter pounder with cheeses. Right, right. But anyway, so how, how does this kind of tie back to law? Because... Right, we're doing a legal podcast. So uh, is that what we're doing? So, so we should probably talk about some nexus to the law. Okay. Well, so some of these people uh, in the great clown panic of 2016. <laughs> Which I, I, we should say that as much as possible. All right. The, 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 what it was, the, the GCP of 2016. <laughs> so during this GCP era that we're, we're currently dealing with, this crisis, that might be another good word. For quick, quick, the quick, great clown crisis. Quick aside, apparently there was another great clown panic back in the early 80s. Well, now, I, didn't, I, didn't, I mean, someone's got to research that. Someone tweet us about that. Now I'm really terrified because, you know, Pennywise the Clown from It, he would come back and then go dormant for like 
27 years and then he rears his ugly head again, well, literally. Yeah, yeah. so we're, we're maybe in a cycle. Maybe we could be in a cycle a year. So, I mean, honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm getting really nervous here. But um, I guess getting back to the fact that this is a legal podcast, some of the people involved in these clown sightings have been arrested, haven't they? Yeah, there have been a, there, not, not a ton, but there have been a decent number of arrests. I mean, we're talking about 37 states reporting this stuff. Right. And so here's, here's kind of the categories. You have um, kids report it, and the thought there is, yeah, maybe the kid is making this up. Maybe it's an overactive imagination. There have been some adults who have seen it. Right. Who have then later said, yeah, we just made that up. But there was a woman who said that she saw a clown at the edge of a woods who was wielding a machete. And I shouldn't even say wielding. He, He had it at his side, and he appeared to be beckoning this woman to come with her. I mean, and and she reported this to the police, and... Uh, they weren't able to confirm it, but this woman... Uh, well, is, it, that the, is that the one where the chief of police actually saw the clown with the machete? That was a different one. There was a different one <laughs> where another woman reported a clown. Uh, the chief of police, this happened in Texas, the chief of police for this small jurisdiction went out and checked it out, and he actually saw the clown. It didn't have a weapon, I don't think, but he chased the clown, and the clown got away. I don't know how he got away in those shoes. Yeah, <laughs> right. Well, he probably had a cloud car waiting around the corner. <laughs> that speedy getaway. Well, they travel in packs. Right. They? I mean, who knows how many of them there were. This is ridiculous. Um, but so, but then, then there have also been the people who have been getting arrested for perpetuating a hoax. Right, right. So, and, and that's actually pretty serious. That is serious. And especially, right, that's serious, especially when there's a real threat that goes along with it. So there's, there's kind of two, two things to talk about with that. And we talked about, you know, can a hoax get you in criminal liability? We talked about that in our um, social media podcast with the, the, poor, the poor bloke from England who what, didn't want to miss his flight. And he said, if this flight is late, I'm going to blow up the airport or something. And yeah, it turns out that'll get you thrown in jail. Right. Um, so same deal here. You know, if you are perpetuating something like that, if you're making a threat that could be real, it doesn't matter if this is a hoax. It doesn't matter if you're trying to just have fun with it. You know, this that can be criminal. Well, I think, and people forget, that law enforcement resources end up getting mobilized to investigate these things, to put out press releases about what, you know, to deal with the media. I mean, this can actually consume a lot of time. And then, and then, of course, everybody in the community starts calling the police saying, what's going on with the, the clown case you guys have? I'm terrified. Can yeah, I? And, and who knows what real crime is getting, <laughs> getting, getting unnoticed because everyone's out looking for these clowns. Maybe that's what's going on. Maybe the clown is just this big distraction. It's a diversion? It's a diversion technique. And there is some mob boss out there who's just cleaning up because, like, dude, the cops are all worried about the clowns. And no, I mean, one's, I, no one's checking out my... My racketeering business that I got going. <laughs> Everyone's on. worried about the clowns. There's there are mobs of students at Penn State and one other university who have been out roaming campuses with baseball bats and golf clubs looking for clowns. Well, let's be honest here. I mean, you're a parent. I'm a parent. I mean, while while we're having a lot of fun with this story, 
I mean, it's there's always a little bit of truth uh, in, in, in cases like this. And it, it kind of makes you wonder, okay, are there people who are going to be out there who are trying to who are going to try and further this story and perhaps do something stupid to keep the story going. Yeah, I think that's absolutely. I think that's why it's still going, and I think the media eats it up. So it's coming from both sides. Well, let's face it. I think the media is 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 somewhat complicit in this whole thing. Right. I mean, they take second and third hand accounts and report them. Other, you know, these stories go out on the wire because it's popular. So other newspapers pick up this fairly. You know, poor journalism behind the stories. I mean, they're just they end up, you know, regurgitating the exact same thing. And do we really have a panic on our hands? Of course we don't. But it, at the same time, they can create those right. headlines. Oh, and they can they can they can create a panic. They set the narrative. So so are crimes being committed? Yes, crimes are being committed. Um, and I actually think the crimes are being committed more by the people who are falsely reporting these stories knowing that there isn't a clown, but they want to keep it going. As far as the activity of the clowns themselves, uh, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but we're not talking about clowns who are being arrested for attempted murder or attempted kidnapping or attempted sexual assault. These are these are all like, I think one guy in what, what state was, was it Georgia, who was charged with disorderly conduct? Uh, I believe it was Kentucky. Kentucky. Okay. Right. Yeah, for... for creating, causing public alarm. So that, that right there is one that I know we talked about a little bit, but he, he's charged with disorderly conduct for doing nothing more than wearing a clown suit in public. That's ridiculous. I, I could not agree more. If that were our client, I would absolutely not take any plea. Yeah, the case would get dismissed probably. Cause You'd like it, to think anyway. Yeah, you know what? We, we live in a free country where no matter what kind of taste it is, whether it's poor taste, um, whether it's a smart thing to do is totally, you know, totally up for debate. Um, but you can wear a clown suit out in public. Yeah. You know, and you shouldn't be exposed to arrest for that. Exactly. It, I mean, that, that notion is ridiculous. And let's not forget... Those real clowns out there who are going out there every day to bar mitzvahs and <laughs> birthday parties and those, Chuck E. Cheese's, those, you know, those poor guys those are poor out guys. there and they're looking at yeah. these headlines like, look, I love kids. Well, there's I a, just want, I want to, I want to play with my kids. There, there's an actual clown, I don't know if it's a union, but a, a guild. <laughs> a guild, okay, the clown guild. I, I actually just made that up, it's well, not a guild. It totally could be a guild. It's, let's call it a guild. It's a clown something, guild. It's something like a guild. There is they a put, guild. They, yeah, they put out a statement saying, hey, we have nothing to do with this, and we're losing out on bookings, please go easy on the clowns. <laughs> I, 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 I saw that there is going to be a clown march where the good clowns are going to take to the streets and say, hey, here we are, we're here to stay. How much you want to bet bad clowns crash that? Well, of course they're going to. Right. But so going back to it, you know, the only clown that I've seen who committed any sort of a serious crime was a bank robbery in Michigan where this was... Sure looked like a regular bank robber who just happened to choose a clown mask right. as his mask. You know, I don't think this was a guy pretending to be a clown. This was a bank robber. Which he stole from the Dark Knight, by the way. 
first scene is a bank robbery in which everybody's wearing clown masks. There we go. I mean, another another pop culture gem right there from Colin McCallum. <laughs> <laughs> um, but let me just say too, for those of you who haven't seen The Dark Knight yet, you're missing out on one of the best movies ever. It's awesome. Heath Ledger, rest in peace. Boy, he went on a high note on that one. Yeah. I've only seen um, one of those three. Yeah, make it a priority, man. Yeah, but so that so we're talking about one real arrest where, you know, that is something where that person gets arrested whether they're a clown or not. <laughs> you know, so so I mean, there's 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 clowns who have made threats about like there's been high school stare, scares where you know. I'm somehow a clown is injected into a narrative like on social media where I'm going to come to the school with a van full of guns. Well, you're going to get arrested for coming to school with a right. van full of guns. Now, the, the clown thing has nothing to do with it. Right. That's just something that's just more fodder for the media. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, there, you know, let, let's how about your example? How about you have a clown with a machete beckoning a woman into the woods, or even yet, or beckoning him into the back of his van. Right. I, I, I'm not. I'm not sure that is actually a crime. Let's talk about that. There is a. We have a charge called felony menacing in Colorado, which is basically when you threaten someone with a deadly weapon, and the the the, the victim of the crime reasonably believes that their life is in jeopardy or that they are facing imminent serious bodily injury. I don't think, if, if, if you've got a clown standing 100 yards away who has a machete in his hand who might be beckoning to someone, I don't think that's against the law. <laughs> yeah, what, what if they're closer? What, what if they're 20 yards away? I, I, where, uh, where is the line? The, the line is, if, if this clown did something that, that was a clear threat to this woman where she reasonably, reasonably believed that she was going to get hacked by a machete, that's where a crime has been committed. So that's, so that's your issue. So if the clown draws his finger across his throat... I think that is probably a threat, yes. Yeah. But if a clown is just beckoning into the back of a windowless van with a machete, no, you say? I... Uh, what, attempted menacing? Attempted kidnapping? I, I mean, don't know. There's, <laughs> I, I, Take away the clown. Well, then you got a freak who's trying to get people in the back of a car with a machete, so I guess that doesn't really work. Yeah, the clown makes it better for you, huh? I, I think that I think that the clown... Well, no. No, because yeah, I can't. I, 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 if I wasn't terrified of clowns before this podcast, I am now. Yeah. So, no. yeah, I'm, I think I'd be much more terrified. So someone... But honestly, I, seriously, putting on my lawyer hat, I don't know if that person has committed a crime. Yeah, the machete... Do you? Well, the machete troubles me because, sure, I mean... it does. That's... First of all, that's probably a, uh, a illegal weapon. By the way, it doesn't matter if it was a real machete or a fake machete. As long as the person who saw it thought it was real, right. that would be considered a threat. Right. So so if it's a real machete, you probably have an issue with the machete being an illegal weapon. That that. Yeah. Right. But but can the person be charged with a crime against another person? Right. And that's that is something where I think the cops, rightfully so, probably would arrest someone. Right. Whether that would stick or not is gray. Mm -hmm. So, Colin, what is the moral of the story? I guess the moral of the story, first of all, it might not be a bad idea to just leave that clown costume at home if you have to. If if you insist upon wearing it and going out and about, just don't threaten anybody. Uh, Save it for Halloween. 
I'm not gonna go that far. No. <laughs> no. Wear it. I thought I'm just, I thought you just told us to leave it at home. I, I well, I've changed my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think the bottom line is this. This this is such a ridiculous thing that I I really don't know what else to say about it anymore. Well, I guess I can pass on a, what I guess is friendly advice. If you come across some killer clowns and have to deal with them, just make sure you go for the juggler. <laughs> I mean, that, that's just so bad it's good. <laughs> but folks, th- thanks for listening to our great Clown Panic podcast. We know that you learned absolutely nothing in this podcast, um, but we hope that we entertained you at least a little bit. If you have any questions or comments, as always, tweet at us at Habits McCallan or go to our website, HabitsMcCallan.com. And clowns, we want to hear from you. You've been listening to Is This Legal? See you next time. <laughs>